Welcome to the Business Besties Podcast with Dorothy and Shayla. Your destination for everything business. Tips on slaying this thing called life and how to do it all with effortless style. We are your Monday morning coffee. So join us weekly for strategies that move your business forward and get you in alignment for that life you're dreaming of. Thanks for listening. It's not working. But I can hear you clearly. And when it plays back, you're like, it sounds really echoey because it's not coming through my headset. Because that's the problem. So the problem is sometimes I can't hear you at all. But then the other problem is some I can hear you, but it's not going into my headset. Well, whatever so, you're doing right now sounds super clear. Mm-hmm. Okay, we could try it. I mean, hopefully we're not wasting our time and it doesn't sound, it sounds like psychotic. So I'll just delete all this stuff and we'll go live in three, two. Business besties, we are back. Woohoo, we are here in the flesh. Hey y'all, hey, happy Monday, everybody. We are your Monday morning coffee. So if you're on your way to work, and you haven't quite gotten your coffee yet, I'm so glad that you decided to spend it with us. Today is going to be so good. (laughs) Boom! We are talking about partnerships and clients, making sure that these folks are the fit in a uh, Bonnie and Clyde kind of way, minus the jail time. Minus, yeah, because I'm not here for, I'm not about that one color life, like that orange, or just that gray jumpsuit. <laughs> <laughs> she wants to have mixed prints. I need options. And you can't and have jewelry. Media. Look, and you can't right. have jewelry, so that's a huge problem. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess prison's not for us. No, not at all. But seriously. So you don't want three hots and a cop? Oh my God. No. <laughs> Well, and you know what else that really disturbs me side note we're gonna get to partners in crime in a second but now that we're in this we're too deep in not to address the fact right. that I don't want to have to use the bathroom in front of strangers like oh, is that what happens? Just, yeah some of them have like the toilets in their cell and they share a cell with like two to three other people and then there's still the bars that are wide open so anybody can just see you taking a dump like I need privacy you know, I, feel I like never I'd really be... thought about that Dog, I'd be so backed up in prison. Shut up. I'm done with you. She's like, can I get another Metamucil? <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Partners in crime. Partners in crime. So, right. um, so, okay. I'm As I'm thinking about partners in crime, because I think I've been on a journey in this space as well, but I feel, I feel a lot better about it in this season. Mm-hmm. But I want to know, because, I mean, I feel like we're we're in a season and 2019 2018 too has been a year of those these last two years have been the what's your frequency what's your vibration what are you vibing on exactly so do you think that your vibe attracts your tribe i think so definitely and i i i think that it does because i think that when you are For one thing, when you're like super focused and your vibe is like, this is what I'm on. Like I'm in that hustle moment. I'm in that hustle season. I'm aligning with everything that aligns with me. It totally moves everyone and everything out of the way that Mm -hmm. is not in alignment with your vision because you're working so hard and you're so focused that anybody who doesn't understand that is going to drop off anyway. 
and the people who understand it who are just meeting you or who have um heard about you and they meet you and they instantly love you that's all about like that's how that vibe kind of attracts that tribe kind of thing mm-hmm. hmm. yeah I think that's an interesting perspective and I think maybe on the other side of that coin yes some people will fall away but I think mm-hmm. there will be other people who will not fall away and it will yeah. be up to you to decide are you going to keep this person in, in your mix? Are you going mm-hmm. to set some boundaries? Um, mm-hmm. Or are you just going to like slowly, slowly back up into the hedges? Listen, listen, that meme gives me life every time. And that's exactly, <laughs> I feel like that's what my life has been though. In the last, I feel like couple of years, there have been some friends who've just kind of faded away and I wish no ill on them. I don't know why they may or may not have faded away, mm-hmm. but as I slowly back up into the hedges, because I'm not putting my neck on the guillotine for anybody, right. it has made me realize, like, you know what? They probably weren't the best person for me in this season anyway. Yeah. Um, but I, I think that in the spirit of vibing and attracting tribes and things like that, um, mm-hmm. I do think it's important for us to know that not all negative people are just going to disappear because we're on a new level or we're vibrating differently. I think Listen. in some instances, right, moths are even attracted to light, you know? They are. So they are. You you have to understand that, know that, download it in your spirit. And really, as, as business owners, um, and a mm-hmm. lot of our business besties are ladies, so as business mm-hmm. owners and as ladies that are operating in our, our purpose, Um, we have to work on our boundary game and we have to work on our no game. Um, And you know what's funny? Not everybody is okay with that. Not everybody is going to be okay. Listen, I had a girlfriend. It is. I had a friend I had to explain to her just a little more in depth about what I meant because I had an experience with someone that we both know. And I was just like, you know, I just kind of wasn't feeling this. She wasn't um, I've seen how she moves in other spaces and I feel like she didn't move that same way when it was her turn to show up for me and that made me feel a little way and I'm like okay now I see where you I see where we at we still cool we can still be friends but you didn't show up for me the way I've seen you show up for other people you call friend which means you're moving differently with me so I gotta move differently mm-hmm. and it's just and and she was just like really and, and I was like uh-uh uh-uh it's about protecting your space and protecting your boundaries why do I need to have her in my inner circle if it's gonna be somebody that's gonna come behind her and be like Shayla what can I do how can I help you what you know what I'm saying if I'm giving you a platform or I'm sharing my platform and I'm holding you down I expect the same thing in return right so and I like I like how that just kind of ties in with making sure that the vibes make sense right when you're choosing Mm -hmm. partners when you're fine with clients you want to, mm-hmm. as much as possible, right, pick people that are on the same page as you or at the very least in the same book and in the same chapter. Right. Definitely. They and I mean, I think it. that kind of, that actually leads me to my next question, right? So if we're going to be in the mm-hmm. same, we better be in the same book or else we're not vibing at all. And then we better be in the same chapter. We might not be on the same page, but as long as we're in the same chapter. But that kind of brings me to my next idea around like clarity, Right. Mm-hmm. How important is clarity on on the side of the person that you're wanting to partner with or the client that you're wanting to, um, you know, pitch to? 
Um, I think it's it man, clarity is huge, but to tie in clarity and what I wanted to say, because you were saying something about being on the same in the same book at on least the same, in the same cha- chapter. In the same chapter. Even if you're not on the same page. Correct. I think that in order for you to be in the same book and at least in the same chapter, you have to be able to understand each other's value. And before you even get to clarity, you could be clear about what you do. But if you don't understand my value, you won't have clarity around how I can help you. Mm. And so I I think that 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 is a huge part of when it comes to having those partnerships or, or working with people, hiring a coach or being a client is making sure that the person understands that value. And then they have that clarity around who you are, what you do and what you offer. And honestly, a lot of people just don't do enough research on you. They could be clear on who they are. Like, oh, I'm having an event and this is what my event is about. I'm going to use this as a very real example because I just got a DM about it the other day. And I know that I'm probably going to turn these people down because they may be clear that they want businesses that cater to Black women. um, Mm -hmm. But what they're not clear on is, okay, we want you to send us something as the founder of Black Girls Wine. But your audience is a church-going audience. That's not my target audience. That is random. It's super random. But see, when you think about, and they are just looking at, oh, we want black businesses that cater to black women. For them, and they're clear, you know, they're clear on who they are and what they need. That makes sense. But they don't understand my value because your audience is not my audience. 90% of your audience be faking on Sunday mornings like they don't even drink. Why would I waste my money putting anything in your giveaway bags? Yeah, that doesn't but a lot of that. time, and a lot of people, when it comes, so I really want the business besties to understand, even when it comes to um, people seeing your value and you having clarity about who you want to partner with, there will be people who reach out to you um, without doing their research, and that means you really have to do your own. You need to be clear about what their intentions are um, for your business and make sure that those intentions are going to be for the greater good of your business if you decide to work with them. Yeah, and I think even on on my side of the house, right, with the communication strategist, um, Mm -hmm. I have found that, you know, when my potential, listen, Mm -hmm. potential (laughs) client um, is not clear, I have found that those have been the instances where I've literally been like up shit creek without a paddle, especially Mm -hmm. earlier in my business. Like before I went full time, I found myself constantly... Um, Mm -hmm. you know, getting roped in with clients where it like literally was not a good fit. Um, And I was like, why does this keep happening to me? But I did not, I did not have a good vetting process. Well, first Mm -hmm. of all, so I did not have a good vetting process, but I didn't even know that I needed a good vetting process. But I think going back to the value piece, so it has to be value coupled with vetting. Okay. Mm -hmm. And so, Mm -hmm. you know, they may know your value, but if you're not doing the vetting, uh, I think there's going to be like a lot of back and forth thing. Mm -hmm. That's the research part. Right. A lot of like, okay, but I don't do that. Or that's not what you asked for. Right. You still need to pay though. Um, Right. (laughs) And so I I think there ends up being a lot of the shim of the sham of I, uh, where (laughs) there's, a lot of bitching behind closed doors to your other business besties. Like, why does my client not know how to act? Um, 
And, and I think, I think it's... That... Mm-hmm. Oh, go ahead. I was just going to say, it's funny because I feel like I had to learn that too, but I learned that from working with some of my business besties one-on-one that I needed to vet my clients who would actually pay me. And I do not do work for people for free anymore because when they pay you, they value you. And when they pay you, they're going to they do the work. And Correct. I work with people and I just be like, I'm sorry, you want me to do what? Because that's a lot of work. And I don't feel like you're doing the same amount of work and this is your business. So listen, and, and that has, that is what taught me like, okay, let's have a sit down. What is yep. it that you're looking for? What What is it? And so business besties is important that even when you're getting ready to come on um, and or bring on a new client, that you make sure that this person is somebody who's going to be willing and able to do the work. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And, and I mean, you need to make sure that you're willing and able to do the work as well. Yeah. Yep. I think that, you know, you may have a partner that's all gung ho, but you're playing games. You're not ready for the big time. You're not yep. ready for that next step. Um, mm-hmm. And so there needs to be there needs to be clarity on both sides. But ooh, ooh, I got an answer that, for this question. But I want to know from you: When did you know you were ready for the big leagues? Um, you know, I feel like I feel like I have moments when I play with the big dogs, um, <laughs> and then I feel like I have moments where I'm still like a a small fish in a big pond, just <laughs> swimming around like. What is happening? Um, But you know, I think it's, uh, for me, it's a journey in confidence, right? Mm -hmm. Because Mm -hmm. with me, I've been doing this shit for almost two decades. So it's not a matter of competence. I know Mm -hmm. what I'm doing, Mm -hmm. but it's a matter of confidence. Because I feel Mm -hmm. like for me and anyone else for that matter, if you don't believe in yourself, you're going to have a hard time charging those four-figure prices. Um, And then if you don't believe in yourself, it's going to cause you to struggle with your pricing. Um, And what do I mean by struggle with your pricing? You will look at your pricing as like, oh, well, it only took me 20 minutes to do it. So I'm going to charge $40. Mm -mm. Um, Or, you know, it's not hard for me. So why would I charge someone four figures to do X, whatever, whatever it is that you're doing? Um, Mm -hmm. Or, you know... Mm. Who's who's going to pay me this amount of money to do something that right. probably anybody could do, for example, whatever it is. Uh, and so I think that the confidence piece rolled in and, and tied up nicely with the value um, and understanding how those things with the competence, right? You got to have all three pieces. So you have to right. be able to articulate your value. You need to be competent. You can't be out in these streets fronting because people can smell blood and you need to be mm-hmm. confident. So I think with mm-hmm. those things, um, that will really, really help with icing. And then, of course, Shayla's favorite word, research. Doing your research. Okay. Um, seeing what other people are doing, because that's going to help with your clarity. But when you're not clear, a lot of times your prices are going to be off and they're going to reflect that lack of clarity. So for me, I, I knew I was ready to play with the big dogs when I got a pitch from a big company. And I read it and I was like, I had a clear understanding of my competence and my value because I was like hold on I have more followers than you you're you want my audience not the other way around and I was like okay let me let me and then I had to step into my leadership and my confidence there it is and say 
hey, I like this idea. How about this? And I sent them a nice long pitch because they basically were like, hey, we'll send you $5 worth of product and then you're going to do all this work for free. Uh, it's a no dog. That's what's not going to happen. Right. So when I read that, it really, that was when I knew I was ready because I looked at it and I was like, hold on. For me, it was understanding my value. Um, like, mm, no, my my brand, my business, me, is, I'm, I'm way more valuable than that. So mm-hmm. I was able I like to repitch. That. And when it came to my clients, I feel like working with people like even so yesterday on the holiday, I had an impromptu client meeting. It was not, mm-hmm. I, I come and it was completely a misunderstanding on my part. But when we sat down, here's the thing. What I charge people when I say, oh, just sit down with me is three twenty five an hour. It's three twenty five mm-hmm. an hour because she was like, Shayla, I've been thinking for months how to explain what I do. Within 20 seconds of her saying that I had created her elevator pitch. It doesn't matter that it took me 20 seconds. She's paying for my brain. She's right. been trying to think of Listen. for years what I was able to come up with for her. It's just like that. And so that is my value because you could struggle with it for a few more years or you can sit down with a strategist who can help get you to the finish line. And that is when I learned, okay, this is, I'm I'm not just playing with the big dogs. I am a big dog. And if you want to sit down at this table and eat, you got to pay to play. (laughs) Shut up. No, (laughs) but that's, that is absolutely it. And we must've been talking about something and I was like, yeah. Somebody asked me to do something and I was like, I'm not, I'm not doing that. Oh, so I think someone asked me to do training and the price point. Oh, we just had oh yeah, we did just have this conversation. We just had this conversation. So look, the <laughs> price point, I was like. The lady wants to pay her like McDonald's wages for like name and Marcus work. <laughs> correct. So I was like, ooh, that's not going to work for me. I can't do it. So, no, it's, it. It is that what we were just talking about, the the trifecta. It is mm-hmm. knowing your value and being able to articulate it. Because if you know your value, but mm-hmm. you can't articulate it to anybody, then you've got some homework to do. Um, yep. It is being You can't competent. raise your prices, too. You can do that. Absolutely. It's being competent, right? And how are you cross-checking mm-hmm. this competence? Are you competent because you just said so? Or are you competent right. and you have some sort of proven track record? And then right. are you confident? Do you truly believe in yourself? Um, mm-hmm. Oprah said, it's not what you wish for. I mean, wishing's great. It's not what you hope for either. And so people Mm -hmm. be like, you're a product of what you're thinking. Eh, semi, but not really. It's it's really you are and your life is a product of what you believe. Business in front of the 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 drawback in not going with you. So I like mm-hmm. how you said, yeah, it's going to cost this much, or I mean, totally, you spend the years continuing to and not figure. Yep. Is it worth it to pay the three twenty five? This thing, or do I yep. want to pick it up? pick it up, put it back down when I can make this investment in order to move my business forward, in order to mm-hmm. move the strategy forward, in order to move yep. my team forward. Or and me and Dorothy just went through this, y'all. 
me and Dorothy just went through this. We hired a publicist. We both recognize the value in having a publicist and where we are. And it's easier and more effective and efficient to pay her than it is for us to be trying to mull around and figure it out ourselves. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. And so, um, you know, I think that the clarity on your side is just as important as the clarity mm -hmm. that you're seeking from a potential partner or a potential client. Um, mm -hmm. And I know for me, any time that I have been unclear, I've paid for it. Yeah. yeah. I've paid for it. Same. Saying yes to the wrong. I've paid for it in accepting clients. You know, their juju didn't align with mine. Girl, um, they did listen. not resonate with me. And I don't think really understood what it is that I do and mm -hmm. it was my fault for not being able to articulate that more clearly right um so so when someone pitches you how do mm -hmm. you know whether or not their proposal or pitch is going to be a good fit or are you going to be like pitch please <laughs> ah, I'm going to be like be pitch like, please um, pitching joke uh, like, look, I, I know because I do the vetting or the research, I'm going to look real good. Like when I looked at this um, flyer, because people think just because you pitch them, just because they pitch you to do something um, that you should want to work with them. And I'm mm -hmm. very particular about who I pitch because I want to make sure that it is complete in alignment. And I have not pitched many brands or businesses, actually, um, because I want to make sure I have a clear understanding. So when it comes my way, the first thing I'm going to do is figure out what their intention is. What's their goal for mm -hmm. whatever it is they're pitching me for? And I use an event as an example. What's your goal for this event? Do you want people coming back next year? Are you interested, um, is your goal for this event introducing new businesses and brands to your community? Like, what is the point of this? Because, for example, they could say the young lady who reached out to me to put something in her giveaway bags or whatever. Um, if you've got 20 different businesses putting stuff in these giveaway bags, 10 of which are four by six flyers, my flyer's going to get lost in that, in that shuffle. There's no point in me wasting my money or wasting my resources for that your audience is not in alignment with mine. So why would I do that? Is the name of the event even going to attract the kind of audience that I want to attract? Like, Oh so God, you guys, and just beware. She's super <laughs> stuck on naming convention. I am. You're listen, you got to be real clear about, Oh, I love these glasses. Um, those glasses are so cute you guys um i am very i'm real particular about like what you how you coming with this stuff like you could have a great event and ain't nobody gonna even be there because it sound blase af uh -oh. curse. <laughs> um but that's super important so for me i i determine that by vetting them and vetting what their interest is because some people may reach out to you and say, hey, this is a really great opportunity um, for exposure for your brand, whatever, whatever. And it may be. If TJ Maxx reach out to me tomorrow, like, hey, Shayla, we see that you do a lot around lifestyle and we'd love to do your home and have you record in your living room. Uh, that's yes, benefits. TJ Maxx. Listen, Come that's over. a great partnership for me and TJ Maxx because then all my people going to be at TJ Maxx trying to get all the little knickknacks and stuff too. So. Right. 
Um, but I think that when you're looking at these businesses, besties, and trying to determine if it's a good fit for you, really do your homework on the business and on the whatever it is, the experience that they're offering, the product, whatever. Because I had a lady reach out to me about some vitamins or something. First of all, first of all, I ain't taking your vitamins because I don't know what I don't even know where you came where you came from. How did you get my information? Who are you? Right. Like. It was very strange, but I think that that is that that's a that is a good example of her not doing her research. She mm-hmm. reached out to me, girl. Vitamins? Do I look like I'm taking some workout supplements? Really? <laughs> you might be. I'm a little round in the midsection, which I'm proud of. Okay, listen, I got a little teeny teeny belly, and that belly tells you I ain't taking your supplements. But girl, shut up! I'm done with you. <laughs> does this belly look like it wants your supplements? No. So I think that, that that's important and it goes both ways. So vet your people before you say yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because the last thing you want is to say yes. And now you're roped into something Girl. that is, and it doesn't even have to be long term, but it's going to feel Mm-mm. like you're a prisoner of <laughs> because yeah. you don't want to be there. <laughs> it's going to feel like it's the worst. Yeah, and a lot of it's people feel a lot longer than whatever it is. And some people gonna want to ride your coattails. It ain't even. It's literally not even about you. They may try to make it seem like it's about you, but some people just want to be like, "Oh yeah, black girls wine should be there." Okay, who's gonna play for my plane ticket and my hotel and my outfit to get there? This ain't about me. My right. audience didn't get a formal invitation from me, so they're not even showing up. So why am I being there? So you want to make sure it's not that too, because some people yeah. see you headed to the top and they just want to ride the wave. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, So I think the last question, as I was thinking about this whole concept, you know, partners in crime, and it's important because my philosophy is always, or my little, I don't know, tagline, whatever is, it's expensive not to know. Okay. When you don't know some shit and you're in business, you're going to be paying a lot of money and wasting a lot of money because you're spinning your wheels. You're not clear. You don't understand. Other people don't understand. Um, mm-hmm. And you are trying to pay whatever bill, like the overhead associated with your business or you're trying to make it work. And so you're saying mm-hmm. yes in the spirit of like, but I got these bills to pay. Um, mm-hmm. But I think that we all end up learning the hard way And I mean, I think we all end up learning these lessons, but Mm -hmm. it's one of those things that once we learn it, I feel like we get hip to the game so that people can't finesse us because all money is not good money. Mm -mm. And I do think in entrepreneurship, there is that little, especially in the first three to five years, there's a little bit of the feast and the famine, right? And there will be times where you know, it is absolutely popping and everybody's ready. And then there are times so. where it's kind of slow, right? Yeah. Um, and so we have to be thoughtful uh, around who we call partner. Uh, mm-hmm. We have to be thoughtful around who we call client. Um, yes. And thoughtful around who we pitch and who's pitching us. Yes. So in the spirit of, um, you know, pitching... What mm. what kind of research would you do? Because I know you're the research queen, although I love to research as well. But what kind of research are you going to be doing on your end 
um, for a brand, if you're like, you know, I really want to pitch, I don't know, Southwest. I want them to sponsor all my plane tickets. Listen, listen. Um, Well, the first thing I would do is, I haven't looked into Southwest yet, but it it did cross my mind. I'm glad you said that. Um, I want to see, first of all, who they sponsored before. So Toyota is a brand that I'm really interested in working with. One, I've done my they research. They do sponsor a lot of people. Toyota sponsors a lot of people, and they sponsor a lot of African-American events. Whole they bunch. Do. They all up and through the community. And so I know that what I'm creating, and I even came up with a slogan. I want y'all to know I got my pitch prepared. Hey! Ready. So um, I, I got a whole idea in mind, but the research that I've done is just kind of, over the last year, I've really been watching Toyota and how they move in the Black community, what they're sponsoring, and how they're sponsoring it. And when it comes to, um, I haven't seen many airlines. I've seen Delta do a few. So my research is watching what's going on around me in this season of my life, because I want to see who's sponsoring what and how. TJ and- Maxx is good for that, too. Yeah, TJ Maxx sponsors a lot of good things. They've got some cool partnerships going on. Um, So first things first, I start my research by looking around, seeing who, what, when, where, and how. Who's already getting the money and how they're getting it. Um, Mm -hmm. Next, as a part of their research, I look at how I can make their partnership in alignment with my brand as well, right? Because I want Southwest or Delta or someone to sponsor my flights across the country, but how is that going to be in alignment for me? Like, how am I going to get my audience to connect with that? They're, for them, it's fine. They're, they get to slap their name on, oh, Black Girls Why? you know, whatever. But then at the same time, I'm like, how do I get them to benefit me as well? Mm-hmm. So kind of determining that is important because sometimes a partnership may look good, but if it has no real value in the long term, you're going to be wasting your time. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Like people who did the sponsorship with Toyota and Lexus and they like got to take a picture in front of the Lexus and drive it for a day, but then they ain't got no car in real life. I'm not sure about that. Like I'm just mm. I'm a little Yeah, that doesn't make I'm sense. A that doesn't make sense. I don't need a car for a day. I need your money. Give me your money. Give me money. Give me money. So, yeah. What about you? Before you go pitching people, because I know you do a lot of pitches for companies for your leadership classes and everything like that. How do you determine do. whether or not the, your class is good for their audience? So, you know what? So, my pitching style is probably different than maybe many of the business besties because of where I live. So, mm-hmm. Milwaukee is a very relationship-driven um, mm-hmm. city. And it's mm-hmm. not what you know. Is not, and it's, it, it's a little bit of who you know, and then the rest of it is who knows you. So I think what I do True. here for pitching is mm-hmm. I figure out um, who in my network can help me get to the next person. Who has mm. access to the next person that I need access to? Can I get a warm introduction? And once I get the warm introduction, can I sit down with you? Because I want to be checking for 
does the vibe attract the tribe that whole bit can we vibe mm-hmm. do we get along can i see myself being in the trenches with you um are we on similar frequencies and vibrations what is mm-hmm. this looking like especially if i'm gonna have to hunker down and put in tons and tons of hours and or working mm-hmm. side by side with you in order to get these programs going and off the ground um, and mm-hmm. i want to make sure that our visions and missions are in alignment and so right. for me that's what i'm looking for and what mm-hmm. i have learned especially going through my leadership development program is that the business doesn't happen until the last 15 minutes so i'm literally mm-hmm. spending an hour to 2 hours getting to know someone understanding you know them as a person right because we are people mm-hmm. before we are our role we are people the humanistic we quality are our career absolutely yep. and interpersonal yep. Interpersonal communication is my thing. So sitting down and getting to know someone, then getting to understand like, well, what is it that you do? Let me share with you what I do when it comes to closing the leadership gap and closing community. Right. Um, And then seeing is it a good fit? And then we can talk about, does this actually make sense? Is there opportunity for synergies here? Because it has to be mutually Mm -hmm. beneficial on both sides. So my pitching style is a little different. Cold pitching, I do it, um, but it's definitely not where the bulk of my clients come from. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I totally, I love all of what you just said. I think it's so important, even for a lot of the business investors who have like their own independent firms and stuff, because sometimes without doing like the level of research that you do, and your, I think your method is genius. And as somebody mm-hmm. who would be on the opposite end of being pitched, I would appreciate that. I don't like when people slide in my DMs and are like, oh, hey, I would love to represent you. This is who I am. This is what I do. Okay, I don't know you. And how do I know that you representing me is going to help me? Yep. I, like yep. Any, there's a million and one PR people. Yeah. How do I know that your PR is better than that? Your method of getting publicity and media is going to be better for my brand than the next person. Because mm-hmm. if you've got 50 clients, it might be terrible for me. Yeah. Versus somebody Absolutely. who has like three and is super passionate about what I do. Yeah. So yeah. I think that by doing the research and the method that you have, as best as if you missed it, definitely go back and listen to it. Because I think that what Dorothy's doing is really important is how she's been able to navigate such great and establish such great relationships that have gotten so many doors open for her. Oh my God. Yes. And it's all about, for me, it's, it has been about network and mm-hmm. relationships. Yep. 100%. I would not, I would be like literally looking for a job right now. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. If it wasn't for the amazing network that I have here in this mm-hmm. city period. Um, They have been able to connect me to the next opportunity. Absolutely. Hands down. And everyone is here. Everyone is literally one connection away from their next big opportunity. And that part Mm -hmm. is just a total blessing. It is. That's awesome. Yay. I'm so proud of you, bestie. Thanks, Stel. I'm working on my super high ticket item. (laughs) <laughs> yes very good very good shout out to jerisha look yeah listen she's the high ticket sales coach and we we really enjoy her we do um so side note and we're gonna get ready to wrap it up however comma if you guys did not catch that i want you to catch it 
Shayla says, shout out to Jerisha. I could have said like, well, you know, she does the thing with the people, blah, blah, blah. But no, she's the high ticket sales coach. Mm. And that is how she positions herself every single time that she Mm -hmm. talks about her business. This goes back to the clarity, right? It does. There's no way that we're going to misrepresent or describe her incorrectly because she's just got a couple quick words that anybody could latch on to. And so when we are out there spreading the good word about whatever business bestie that we're spreading the good word about, you want people to be able to easily articulate what you do. She's the high ticket sales coach. Dorothy is closing the leadership gap through transformative interventions. Mm. Like easy breezy, six words or less. Keep it simple. But business strategy angel in these streets. There it is. There it is. So, you know, we hope that this has been helpful. Um, And again, be really thoughtful, but it all comes down to making sure that you're clear. The more clear that you are, the more money that you'll make. Amen. That's good. Let the church say amen. Amen. (laughs) (laughs) All right, you guys. Until next time, I'll be in town. Bye. If you like this episode, make sure you leave a review, rate us five stars, and subscribe so you don't miss an episode of The Business Besties. And while you're at it, make sure you go ahead and forward this to a few of your business besties too. If you ever have a question you want us to answer, shoot us a DM and follow us on Instagram at The Business Besties Podcast. And for even more tips on growing your business, make sure you click the link in our Instagram bio or the link in the description of this episode to join our tribe of business besties who get weekly tips from us on building their businesses and experiencing the life that they have been dreaming of. Thanks for listening.